catalyzing investments in progressive forestry. From over 1,300 cities and 130 countries, we bring you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. The main story is brought to you by BK Capital. In this episode, we explore facilitating investments in value addition in forestry. How do we make cyclical forestry sustainable? And how do we work towards ensuring farmers are making top dollar off it? Edward Onsongo, Intervention Manager, Private Sector Investments at Gatsby Africa Foundation, answers this question. Uh, our focus in uh, forestry is on the sustainable planted forestry. So this is where we are looking at the cyclical nature of planting, harvesting, and replanting, so that it's quite a sustainable resource for uh, supporting the government to achieve some of its goals. So you've had the president uh, really talking about value addition in the sector, and that's currently the main focus of uh, planted forestry. So there is a huge gap when we are looking at uh, Uganda as a sector when it comes to what they have planted versus how they process uh, their end products. So as you see, there are some uh, small-scale producers or tree growers who just plant to look at, okay, this is an opportunity to cut when I have uh, issues with my finances, but we support them to look at the bigger picture when it comes to what is the real value of your trees. So the most popular species now in Uganda are eucalyptus and pine. And maybe starting from the bigger picture of the market opportunity, we are looking at the export markets. So in Asia, uh, Middle East and Europe, there is a lot of development when it comes to sustainable sources of raw material for construction. And that applies in the region too. A good example is Tanzania. Maybe you'll uh, hear of Fumba Town. So that's a project in Zanzibar where they are building over 5,000 units using uh, timber. So the gap here in Uganda, we are looking at a progressive uh, tree planting exercise, which was supported by the government 20, uh, around 20 years ago, uh, together with the EU and Northland, where they supported tree growers to access funding to plant And now the big question is, where do they take their trees? So there is a gap between uh, the raw material, which is the tree growers, and the market. And this gap can be uh, fixed by looking at processing. And that's why we are here when it comes to looking at the industrial zones. So when it comes to processing, there are needs uh, for the processors and also for the investors. One is access to infrastructure. Secondly, we are looking at uh, access to the right uh, quantity of electricity in megawatts. We are also looking at water and space. So looking at all these factors, we are trying to catalyze processing investments because for from that tree planting uh, success story, we have over 1.4 million cubes of uh, wood which are coming in into the sector in the next few years. But now when you're looking at the processing capacity of Uganda, uh, you have a few companies which you can identify, which process in a medium to small scale. And that means 
processing 30,000 to 70,000 cubes per year. And you'll see the huge gap between the thousands and the millions when it comes to where do tree growers take their trees. So to ensure that Uganda still has growers who are motivated or incentivized to replant their trees, we need to process those trees and take them to the high paying capability markets and that is the export markets apart from the local markets. So we are looking at uh, uh, catalyzing investments and that means we're working closely with the government, the Ministry of Water and Environment, the Uganda Investment Authority and uh, other key stakeholders such as the Ministry of Trade And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Bitcoin was up 4% on the day and nearly 50% this month. It is set for its biggest monthly gain in more than three years and at 62,315 US dollars in Europe on Thursday. It's within range of its late 2021 record high, just under 69,000 US dollars. The approval and launch of Spotcoin Exchange traded funds in the U.S. has opened the asset class to new investors and reignited the excitement that was sapped when prices collapsed in the crypto winter of 2022. LSEG data shows flaws into the 10 largest spot coin ETFs brought in $420 million on Tuesday alone, the most in almost two weeks. The most popular run by Grayscale, Fidelity and BlackRock saw volumes surge. Cocoa prices continue to rally, surpassing $6,800 per ton, a new historic high largely driven by concerns over shortages. Output in West Africa, which supplies nearly 70% of the world's cocoa requirement, is lower than anticipated due to adverse weather conditions. Dealers observe that production challenges in both the world's top two producers Côte d'Ivoire and Ghana are expected to result in significant global deficit in the current 2023-2024 season, with early indications for 2024-2025 suggesting another global deficit is likely. The latest data shows Ivory Coast farmers shipped 1.12 million metric tons of cocoa to ports from October 1st to February 18th, down 33% from the same time last year. Meanwhile, the Ghana Cocoa Board cut its 2023-2024 Ghana cocoa production estimate to a 14-year low of 650 to 700,000 metric tons from the previous forecast of 850 million metric tons, citing smuggling and an unfavorable weather. And a quick trip around Africa, the annual inflation rate in Zimbabwe soared for the fourth month to 47.6% in February of 2024, the highest in over a year, from 34.8% a month before. The acceleration in overall inflation is largely due to the continued depreciation of the Zimbabwean dollar against the greenback. The domestic currency has lost almost two-thirds of its value on the official market since the year began. Monthly consumer prices rose by 5.4% in February after a 6.6% increase in the previous month. The Central Bank of Nigeria raised its key benchmark interest rate by 400 basis points to 22.75% on February 27, 2024, a new record high since 
at least 2007 and above the forecast of 21%. It is the first monetary policy meeting since July last year and the first one since Governor Olayemi Kadoso took over office in September. Governor Kadoso said the central bank is out to tighten rates and monetary supply to rein in inflation and will continue to make the forex market more liquid. An inflation rate in Nigeria climbed further to a near 28-year high of 29.9% in January with food inflation which accounts for the bulk of inflation basket hitting 35.4%. The Naira has plunged almost 70% against the dollar so far in 2024 and the central bank had already adopted further measures to support it including relaxing the foreign exchange regime alongside measures to boost local dollar liquidity. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That's thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With the Dong.